Then those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Destination of death When I'm laying the rest I'm only saving my breath The northwest fills the lungs Heals the pain in my chest Take six quarters out of the pocket And drop it in the box Hop the 48 off to pay homage It stops off and I jot my observations Watching citizens walking off Of the Joe Metropolitan yeah. Proletarians and wayward sons With old Filipino men Speaking in their native tongue And the day has just begun Greeted by the scent of a bum Smelling something like beer barfing Hey there, Irvine. You are tuning in to the awesome show, Activism for Amateurs, here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And it is a wonderful Wednesday evening finals week. Um, everyone hustling and bustling, trying to get all of their finals done and getting those good grades. So good luck to all of the students out there and um, 20 students who have chosen to study while participating in sit-ins. Not here in Irvine, of course, because we're all studying. We don't do that. Just kidding. But to all of the students out there who are doing um, any type of protest um, while studying for your finals, um, props to you. Really thinking about social justice and the world around you um, while focusing on school. So um, I very much admire any student who is doing that. Um, if you are and you're listening in, feel free to call in onto the show and just tell us how things have been going for you and what movement you are being a, you're part of right now. Um, the number to call is 949-824-5824. Also, if you'd like to chat with our lovely guests who are on the air, and I will announce them soon, call us at 949-824-5824. All right, so we have a very special show. Um, in the past, we've talked about uh, the environment, um, activism in regards to the environment. Um, we've also talked a lot about spirituality and how we as human beings can connect to our outer world and our natural world through um, pretty much just con connecting and um, through spirit and really recognizing how we as human beings definitely have an effect on our good home, um, planet Earth. But to carry on this conversation, I have invited a very special group, very de dear to my heart, uh, Delta Sigma Co-Ed Multicultural Fraternity. Um, they have their representatives here to talk to us about consumerism and um, all things good and bad with it and things that you probably didn't know. So on the air, we have here Tashi, David, and Rahul, all current active members of this amazing org, Delta Sigma. So if you'd all like to say hello to the people of Irvine. Hey, y'all. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Hi. Uh, David, if you can just get a little close to the mic there. Thanks. All right, great. So um, basically we have them here on the show because you've recently um, crossed over to be 
an active member of the org, and you are now official active members, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So, and um, in order to do this, I understand you had to do a social justice project? Yeah. Yes. We did. All right, cool. And then, um, so what was, just give us like a quick um, summary of what your project basically was about. Well, basically, we raised awareness of different types of products that people use. Um, three of the main ones were plastic bags, juice cartons, and styrofoam. And what we said was that the plastic bags, people use them every day, and so, like, they're, they're not recyclable because they release some chemicals into the air, which depletes the ozone layer. And same with the juice cartons, because they have three layers in them, and so when we, they have aluminum right on the inside, mm-hmm. and then they have the actual, the carton, the, it's like the cardboard, and then on top of that is plastic or wax. And so when you throw them in the trash, the release is hydrocarbons, and you take them to landfills, and then it releases the hydrocarbons in the air, which depletes the ozone layer. And that's really bad for our environment. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Sounds terrible. So for any of you out there who would throw away, was it throwing away your juice cartons? Yeah. You're actually really affecting the environment yeah. in a negative way, which is not cool. You're not cool in the activism for amateurs world. But, um, and, and what's the third? Is there styrofoam. A th- styrofoam. So basically, uh, styrofoam is, uh, you microwave it, and it releases styrene into your food. So for all you guys eating, you know, cup noodles, whatever, you might and you microwaving. <gasps> what? Cup ramen? Yeah. If you microwave your cup of noodles, that's like that's like the prize lunch <laughs> and late night dinner for all of those studying. <laughs> There's probably some students out there right now who are eating cup of noodles or saying, Oh, I can't wait to go home and eat my cup of noodles. Just put in some water, microwave it for three minutes, right? right. But no, that's actually bad. Especially you freshmen who can't cook yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for all the freshmen out there who are just, like, holding on to their microwaves waiting for their cup of noodles to be ready. It's going to be ready, but it's going to have styrene in the <laughs> in the environment. Would you like some styrene in your diet? <laughs> styrene in a cup. That's cup of noodles for you. Like, like, and we're all afraid of MSG here, but there's obviously something else going on mm-hmm. with that. So um, that's pretty much what your project was about. Yeah, it was, was about. just raising awareness. Yeah. That's great. And then how, how did we uh, raise awareness? So I understand you were boothing out on Ring Road, like right. along all the other booths that are selling food and stuff. You were actually trying to raise awareness and reach out to your fellow students and let them know about how we're basically depleting the ozone layer and also ruining our health. Um, so what are some ways, and I know uh, David can kind of give us a good visual of what that looked like. So yeah, we made a costume made of plastic bags it was about 300 oh but <clears throat> we modeled it off of a website which had another costume that had like a thousand bags on it but we couldn't procure that many bags <laughs> so we made do with what we had so basically um we wore that costume on ring road looking ridiculous and <laughs> just trying to catch people's attentions and then we also had a juice juice carton man um it had it was made out of cardboard and we put like aluminum inside the i mean in the inside of the cardboard and then we put some like wax on it and we just painted it like it was a juice carton mm-hmm. and then we had another person who was boothing just wear it and then walk around me like hey what's inside of me you know like <laughs> <laughs> and then you open it up and then you see the three layers yeah we open it up and we we show them here here's the three layers here's what's going on that's mm-hmm. why you can't recycle mm-hmm but you can recycle your plastic bags. Of course. So did you have something about that 
um, on Ring Road also? Did you have a visual or a costume for that? Like the recycling? Mm -hmm. We had like, you know, the Trader Joe's bags right by the booth. We, we were just like, hey, recycle your bags here this week. You know, we wanted to just like, you know, tell them that it's important to recycle these plastic bags. You know, mm -hmm. it's good for the environment. Don't just throw them in the trash. Yeah, you know. that's true. And then did people recycle them? Did they actually bring things that they can recycle? Um, for some some people did, yeah. Okay, cool. So what were the um, reactions that people had? Were you able to carry on some cool conversations about what the project was for, exactly? Um, were people showing interest and in saying, oh, yeah, I think I should, you know, recycle plastic bags or not, microwave styrofoam cups, you know, little things like that? Mm -hmm. I, will, I think they were. I mean, some people were amazed at how many, like, what the facts we gave out, like, you know, how 2% of our bags, are, plastic bags are recycled. So, you know, it makes people, like, want to, you know, recycle their bags. Mm -hmm. Because only 2% of it's recycled, and that's really not good for the environment. Yeah, that's true. And and what other facts um, were included in your, in your presentation? We had, um, I think it was 25 million styrofoam cups are used. So, I mean, a lot of styrofoam cups are being used and being microwaved, so there goes all the styrene in everyone's food. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Like, I was, like, when I was walking through Ring Road and then I saw your booth originally, like, it never occurred to me, like, like obviously you wouldn't want to microwave plastic because it's going to melt, and that just sucks, because <laughs> then you see right there, like, oh, my soup's melting, my soup's melting, and then you have nothing to hold your soup in, right? But no, you're actually getting, like, cancer and stuff yeah. because you're microwaving... Um, the plastic and it's going into your soup, which you end up eating anyway. So, yeah. I don't know if a lot of people out there really knew about this already, but I certainly didn't. And I certainly don't think about it when I'm a hungry <laughs> beast late at night. Yeah. Food-wise, you know. But um, just to uh, also talk a little bit more on, um, on consumerism. And uh, I know this was also... Uh, kind of one of the um, parts of your social justice project, but it didn't really end up um, going through, so I figured we could talk about it now. So um, there are a lot of people who are currently boycotting um, really um, popular companies um, because they are not producing their products um, ethically. They don't have any response. They don't show that they have responsibility for the environment or for the people who are working in their companies. So um, I, I looked it up and on the web and then it says that here uh, on the site that I'm at says the seven most boycotted companies in 2005 were um, Nike, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Nestle, Adidas, Gap, and Burger King. And those are definitely very popular right, yeah. places. You don't really... Um, like, you see them everywhere, especially McDonald's. So, um, yeah, they're boycotting them basically uh, because they're just not showing that they take responsibility for the way that they produce their products. And um, let's see, uh, Raul, would you like to make a statement about that? Oh, yeah, about boycotting? Uh, yeah, about boycotting these companies. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of people who try and buy from alternative uh, manufacturers. I know if you go to Trader Joe's at UCI, there are all kinds of different cleaning products and other soap, shampoo, cleaning products, creams, lotions, and things that are made safely in ways that don't harm the environment. And it's kind of the same idea. People try and stay away from large consumer or uh, consumer-based corporations, and instead um, they want to buy from things 
or buy from companies that are smaller, small businesses, things that are locally grown, and things that have a smaller environmental footprint, just because it makes them feel better. And if you think about it in the long run, it's better for the environment overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Um, according to statistics here, it says that a survey of 15,500 consumers in 17 countries revealed that more than a third of these people were actually boycotting at least one of the brands that we said, a McDonald's, Nike, things like that. Yeah. Um, so also uh, one of the things that goes in with this is uh, fair trade um, coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we have that. Uh, on campus, have you seen that? Eco grounds, right? Yeah, eco grounds. Yeah. yeah, we actually have that here at UCI. Um, so supposedly, like their coffee is just more fair trade. I just say supposedly because, I mean, yeah, the, well, we never really know. But the way they market it is that it's not. It doesn't exploit people in third world countries to get the coffee here. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's true. And then I don't know how many like students are actually really conscious of, like how the environment is affected through what products that they buy or products that they get um do you have any comments on that tashi or david um i think it's it's necessary to you know boycott only because like you're expressing your concerns about environment the ethical consumerism you know you really just want to get the word out there there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with like you know expressing concerns knowing that well, you know, even though, like, people tell you that, like, it's not, you know, it's never, nothing's going to get done when you just boycott, I mean, like, that's, like, the first step, you know? Once we, once people know about the situation, you know, what's going on, then we can take further steps into eliminating this unethical consumerism. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. At the same time, though, especially amongst college students, a lot of these products that are safer for the environment tend to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. And also, like, your cup of noodle is 39 cents. But if you wanted to buy something that was more organic and safer for the environment, it would probably be, like, 10 times that cost. So sometimes it's just a matter of convenience. And it's really hard also for college students, especially ones who are in a hurry. A lot of times your health and convenience tend to cancel each other out. So you go for the convenient option rather than necessarily the most environmentally friendly one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And in cases like that, you know, it, it's easier and it helps to plan ahead. So yeah. we do have like a farmer's market here in Irvine for any students um, listening. We do have a farmer's market um, out there by the University Town Center every Saturday um, from 8 to 3 or 8 to 1. I don't know. Sometimes they close early depending on weather. But um, anyway, yeah, if you uh, want to think a little bit more global about the choices that you're making and how your personal choices in regards to what you buy or what you use affect the planet um definitely eating locally is one of the options um basically just buying your local organic vegetables and um taking some of that extra time to cook a meal um can definitely uh save you in money and also um save the environment um with smaller steps uh basically that's your two cents on it um but is this possible for a lot of students out there to really go out to the farmer's market and purchase these locally grown organic foods and stuff like like what's the problem with that um i think one problem is like you know it's definitely like it takes time to cook first of all like they don't want to take they they're so busy you know that we don't have the time to cook mm-hmm. like i'm personally busy so like i ask my parents to, like bring food and like cook it for me and that's fine but i mean i mean i live half an hour away i live mm-hmm. in long beach but for people in like norcal and stuff like they want to just like buy like foods from you know, store, store-bought food, just because they don't have time to cook. They don't mm-hmm. want to go out and buy these locally grown foods. Mm-hmm. So, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. 
Yeah, like she was saying, it's um, in terms of cooking, it takes a long time. And when you're it's a school night and you have school to do, schoolwork to do, or other extracurricular activities you need to participate in, a lot of times like cooking a nice meal is the last thing on your list of priorities. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and also in terms. If you think about it, though, in the long run, you really are saving money by buying your own food and cooking it. Because if you go out to eat, and even if you if you go eat and you get, like, a burger or a sandwich from Wendy's, it's and you get a drink and something, it's, like, 7 or $8. But if you buy food, like, a pack of a package of ground turkey is probably $8, and that's, like, three meals in it. So, in the long run, you really are saving yourself money by buying and cooking your own food, even though it might be less convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess what uh, what I would be saying as a host of um, Activism for Amateurs is, you know, be stealthy and be crafty with ways that you could save money for yourself and then also help the environment. And um, you're, you wouldn't be the only one doing it because according to the statistic here, um, the global market for organic food was worth $28 billion in 2005. Um, and that's only 2005, so now it should be worth um, definitely double that. And um, North America also has the largest market for organic food. Um, on the side that uh, people in the U.S. and Canada are actually um, consuming 30% of these products, um, or Canada and North America are actually the ones who are also producing the most organic um, food. But, you know, like you can't really have access to these types of foods everywhere in the world not other countries have it Mm -hmm. um so what are ways that we here at uci can be a little bit more um conscious about basically everything that we that we do in regards to like maybe getting water buying a bottle of water versus like getting those canteens and stuff like just little ideas are there any um thoughts that you have or things that you do like day to day that you feel help the environment in a certain way well if you mentioned bottled water, and bottled water is probably one of the most wasteful aspects about uh, reusable consumer goods. Uh, luckily, UCI has some good counter- good solutions for the problem of water. There are all kind of, there are several filling stations all around UCI. I know there's one in Humanities Hall because I have class there two days a week. But there's also one by Roland Hall, and I think there's one in the Student Center too. There. Are a lot several others that i just haven't seen but that's you can bring your metal water bottle or your reusable hard plastic water bottle and fill it up to get water the whole day because using a water bottle creates a lot of waste and also a lot of times people don't end up recycling them so they either end up in the trash or they fly around and don't get disposed of mm-hmm. and um you can also buy water filters they're not very expensive, and you only have to buy them once. So basically, it turns your tap water into drinkable water, so you don't have to actually go out to fill your water bottles. You can just grab a cup and then get it from your sink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, I, I like to cook. So <laughs> um, cooking is, it's not bad. I think just if you're cooking, just make easy meals, like five to ten minute meals. It's not a big deal. Like... You can just make a sandwich and a salad, and that's, like, your lunch. Or you can have, like, you know, maybe cook some rice and, like, you know, like, I don't know. I just think, like, making easy meals for mm-hmm. yourself, you know. Just, you don't have to make the biggest meal in the world, you know, that, as your dinner. It can just be, like, easy small portion meals like every like few hours in the day. That's fine, too. Yeah, and then it's less, you know, um less amount of time of you buying stuff from different restaurants or mm-hmm. um, different places um, just to get your to-go food and you, like, the packaging of that could have been made by a company that isn't really ethical with their um, 
with the type of company that they're running, um, either with the environment or with the type or with the way they treat their workers, um, which is uh, uh, things that we usually don't think about as students when we're buying stuff. We're really just thinking about can I afford it and how long is it going to take for me to get it. Um, but uh, yeah, we should definitely encourage. I f I feel personally. Um, encourage culture where we're being a little bit more aware and um, UCI is uh, definitely doing that a little bit more we have the green initiative fund um, one of the things that UCI students um, in a coalition with ACUCI also um, is doing is they're bringing on speakers um, to campus who can tell us a little bit more about how we as humans are affecting the environment um, in different ways. One of the speakers was Eric Larson and he um, basically traveled to the North Pole, South Pole and Mount Everest all in one year. Came to UCI and talked to us about his personal um, experiences with that and how um, because the polar ice caps are melting so much, um, him and his team, when they're going up on this expedition trying to reach the top of Mount Everest, um, they actually have to use the ice that's breaking off of the sides, um, big chunks of ice breaking off of the sides, leaving um, basically your um, really cold ice um, ocean, um, having to cross over that in order to get to the top, using blocks of ice that they see floating around. Um, so that was definitely a great talk. So things like that with the Green Initiative, initiative fund is working um we also have um in arroyo vista they tried um creating a garden a community garden where they can grow food there so um there are different ways and if you're interested in getting involved um definitely look it up um the green initiative fund um with uci and any other things that we have um in uci encouraging students to be more um environmentally conscious and uh, friendly with the environment also so uh, we're almost out of time, but before we um, end, are there any other finishing statements that our guests have on consumerism or students consuming? Um, I guess the Green Initiative Fund is a really integral part of this campus in terms of cons uh, consumerism and green-friendly events. I know I planted trees with TGIF a couple of weeks ago in Campus Village, and Every little bit counts. I think that's the main, that's the bottom line. Like every, you think that one person doing their part to help the environment won't make a difference if everyone else is not helping. But the thing is, every little bit counts. And like the more, the more habits you have that are green friendly, the better for the environment, the better for your future. Because that's really what, where it'll matter. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. like, you know, take it one step at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, if everybody just pitches in, like Rahul said, like, you know, it can happen. You know, just have to put your mind to it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. And then are there any um, announcements that your organization has for all the UCI students out there? Yes. Uh, Delta Sigma Co-Ed Multicultural Fraternity is going to be having uh, rush or recruitment during winter quarter. Uh, so we are going to be having several different recruitment events at night during the first week of winter quarter. And we will also be boothing during the mornings and afternoons. Our booth is located across from Starbucks near Langston Library and, oh, sorry, across from the flagpoles near Langston Library. So come to our booth and come check us out or otherwise uh, can email us, Delta Sigma UCI at gmail.com or like our page on Facebook if you'd like more information. Um, and also, if you're a freshman and are hesitant to join us, please don't be afraid because I'm also a freshman and I joined my first quarter and these people are really nice, and they really act as mentors on campus. 
So yeah, please don't be discouraged. Just come check us out. Yeah, I mean, like, Delta Sigma has really changed our lives, like, ever changed my life especially like ever since I joined like I just felt like I was part of a family I mean I know like you would think that all these sororities other and other frats they'll you think they're a family but D-Sig is a family like no other so (laughs) all right great and then um just to give a little uh background uh, Delta Sigma focuses on um learning about multicultural awareness cultural awareness social justice and diversity issues which is why i invited you here onto the show and um we're out of time now but thank you so much for coming um and being guests on the show and uh teaching us a little bit more about how we could be more eco-friendly um and be more conscious of our consumerism here at uci so uh yeah that was again tashi david and rahul uh currently active members of delta sigma co-ed multicultural fraternity and if you would like uh, if you missed the show and would like to pass it on to a friend just because it's super cool and you're such a big fan and it's just as big as like Once Upon a Time on television or Gossip Girl, you're more than welcome to because I am podcasting this and posting it on my site at activismforamateurs.kuci.org. So you're welcome. And with that, we will be tuning out. Um, this is Lauren with Activism for Amateurs, only on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Peace, everyone. Is it love that I feel? What I'm feeling inside? Uh, yeah. Love song for every